Welcome back to Talk of the Town on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC on WHTC.com and on the WHTC app for your smartphone. Once again, here's your host, Gary Stevens. Welcome back to Talk of the Town for this Monday, January 29th. I'd like to get this man on from a time to time, talk transportation, not only uh, about roads, but also configuring transportation needs for the Holland Zealand area. He is Jason Latham, the executive director of the Makatawa Area Coordinating Council. And he's on the other side of our table this morning. Jason, good morning. Happy New Year, sir. Good morning. How's everything going? We are well. Hope you are too. And if you have a question about the MAC or about some of the things that are going on in transportation in our area, Jason will be happy to answer your question at 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. making too much of a political statement. The governor, during her State of the State address this past Wednesday, mentioned about how she's fixing the roads uh, with uh, mentioning the fact that uh, during the past year, we got that stretch of I-196 between Holland and Saugata complete. Well, that's kind of nice, except, you know, there's the Roger Victory Way between Hudsonville and Zealand that needed to be fixed. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the roadway south of Saugatuck needed to be fixed, too. Just because Saugatuck might vote for you in the election, uh, Madam Governor, doesn't mean you have to restrict it to just that area. You know, that's part of the puzzle. I know it's a state road, but that's still part of the puzzle the MAC has to worry about. That, that's correct. Um, transportation funding is, is definitely something that uh, I know the governor ran on, but it, it, it's something I've been talking about for 30 years, if, if not more, my entire career. Uh, a lot of people don't know how, how roads are, are paid for. It's, it's gas tax and license and registration. I mean, that's, that's the bulk of it. Um, there's a little bit of sales tax on your gasoline as well. But uh, basically, it's, it's, um, it's not property tax. It's, it's not all those other things generally. And um, there's just not enough money to get everything done. So I think that's that's why the governor campaigned on that. You know, I don't want to put boards in her mouth, but she wanted to fix the roads. And and that bonding program pretty much went to uh, to uh, improving the state uh, state road infrastructure. When we, if we want to talk about road renovations, we'll bring Alex Doty of the Ottawa County Road Commission in. But for planning, for purposes of transportation, of getting people around and the future needs of the area. Jason Latham will be happy to answer your question at 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. How much of an interested party were you when, uh, uh, or are you, in terms of what the Makatawa uh, Area Express is looking for in terms of uh, open house and input into its own uh, planning situation? So very interested because uh, that transit uh, piece is uh, is a major piece to any any puzzle um, that you're looking at from a um, an urbanized area, a city uh, standpoint. And uh, Max Transit does a nice job uh, with with several bus routes. And right now they're doing a um, an actual transit study to figure out how can they optimize the routes they have and what can they do based on the budget they currently have. And uh, they have a consultant uh, that's helping them out. And they just had a public meeting last week, which we went to. 
And then my staff is helping support a lot of their data needs um, from a GIS mapping standpoint. So we're, we're helping them, uh, I guess, locate certain neighborhoods and where people might uh, want to travel to and, and, uh, and, and just have a better understanding of, of where we could look at the routes slightly different. Now we're talking about the fixed routes. Correct. We're not talking about the demand situation. Correct. Now, if there is an increased demand from a certain area, then becomes a point of maybe we need to have a fixed route. Right. So right now, the uh, the big rollout last week for the uh, public meeting was um, they announced that uh, using the same budget they have currently, that they could go from eight routes down to six routes, and then on those six routes – uh, go to 30-minute service. So you'd see a bus every 30 minutes because uh, that's one of the things they heard from the public, that um, the public would maybe take mass transit, take a bus more often uh, if it was just, you know, more available. So having having a bus every 30 minutes will make it much more available. And then going from eight routes down to six routes, uh, they think they can get ridership up a little bit. And then there's three locations that they're looking at um, – from a micro transit standpoint. So obviously six routes wouldn't cover the same area that eight would, but if you have those little outlying micro transit areas, you can still get people in the Holland Zealand area to any of those bus bus routes, and then they can go wherever they'd like. And of those six routes, I guess the one other thing is they don't all go back to the depot anymore. Two of the six will go back to the depot, but the other ones are basically satellite fixed routes. So you don't always have to go back. And then they overlap. So if you wanted to hop off, let, let's say, um, you know, the first route and jump on a different route, they do overlap. Now, they are somewhat restricted, they being max transit, to only the municipalities that are participating in the service. Uh, there are some that uh, might be uh, desirable, but, you know, the, the municipality is not playing ball, so they can't go to those spots. Right, yeah. It doesn't cover the, the full area, that's for sure. But... Um, I know they're looking for for more revenue, and if uh, if there are townships that want to jump in and, and uh, have a contractual agreement with them, I, I'm sure they'd be open to it. What about uh, connecting with uh, other regional carriers, most notably perhaps uh, the interurban down in Saugatuck? Yeah, they were at the meeting last week as well. So it's it's just great to have Allegan County there as well as the Saugatuck uh, folks there. So trying to figure out how those interface, those discussions are ongoing. Um, and we're really looking forward to hope, hopefully tying everything in together. If you have a question about transportation and strategic questions about transportation, Jason Latham of the Makatawa Area Coordinating Council will be uh, with you and answer your question at 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Max Transit's plans are one thing. The Max plans, M-A-C-C, Plans are another, and uh, you had, uh, 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 I say you being the MAC, uh, have a long-range plan that is now out, and it's uh, gotten some uh, uh, some reviews. I mean, people are noticing it and, and commenting on it. Yeah, it's great. It's nice to be out and, out and about in the public. Um, we had uh, 30 folks uh, attend our uh, open house, and that was two weeks ago, and um got a lot of good feedback. And one thing that our long range plan does is that it looks at that 25 year horizon. So we're, we're uh, developing a transportation demand uh, model. So we know how many cars 
and trucks are going to be on the road and kind of where they're heading. And then we share that information with uh, the county road commissions, the townships and the cities uh, to help them with their master planning. Uh, and then also to help them uh, come up with uh, potential road projects. So our, our long range plan does a nice job of, of making sure they understand what's what's coming. Um, but then we, we always need public feedback. Uh, that that just that's like the icing on the cake, you know, understanding uh, how the public uses the system uh, and and what their their needs might be in the future. Uh, the Mac can kind of be the keeper uh, of that data. And then we can share it with our members that are actually uh, whether it's the road commission that owns it or the city that owns owns the network or MDOT that owns their, their network because we meet with them every month as well. Does the MAC need to have a long-range plan in place in order to qualify for any loans or yes. any grants? Yes, we do. That's that's one of our uh, statutorial requirements is to have a long-range plan. And because we are a metropolitan planning organization, we have a population uh, in our urban zone, which includes um, the seven townships and the two cities. We're, we're, our population is uh, over 125,000. And because we have that population, we... Uh, basically get about $4 million a year for our members to use for road improvements on federally aid uh, eligible routes. So that's your, your county primaries or, you know, uh, city major streets. 616-395-1450. If you have a question for Jason Latham of the Makatawa Area Coordinating Council, 616-395-1450. Good morning. You're on the line with Mr. Latham. I would use the transportation system more if I understood it better. Now, when I go to larger cities, I can download an app, and it'll tell me what bus to get on, how far it goes. It actually follows me, and then it tells me where to make my transfer. Does does uh, uh, the Mass Transit Authority here, does, do you offer that kind of a service? Do you have an app similar to that? Uh not only, uh, when I, really, I think this is more of a question for Max Transit, but obviously you'd be an interested party, Jason. Does Is is possibility of having a Max app a possibility, or is, is it still too small of a system to really make it practical? It, it's an absolute possibility. As a matter of fact, they're working on it right now. So that rollout should happen, I would say, within the next six months, if not sooner. Uh, but there's a provider called VIA, uh, which they are uh, in um, – in negotiations with right now to uh, have the software, have the app, and then uh, once they finish this study and refine their their routes, then they can roll that out, and it'll do exactly what you're saying. Have that uh, know where you are, know what routes are there, and then you can kind of plug in where you want to go, and it'll say, well, take take the red bus and then get off here and take the blue bus, and you'll be there in 25 minutes. Thank you. All right, sure. Thank you very much for the call. 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Any talk about maybe full weekend service? Um, have you heard any uh, concerns that uh, some people might want to you know, use the Max for a Sunday? Uh, I know it's, you know it's church day, but some people like to go shop. Right, yeah, exactly. So the study that they're doing right now, is basically being done looking at the, the current uh, level of funding that they have. Uh, I, the number one response they got is, is from the public, I'd say over the last year, is they, they wanted more, more uh, I, guess, I guess, buses that are coming on a, on a, on a more regular basis. Um, right after that was 
expanded service in the evenings and then service on the weekends. So top three, you just, you hit two of them. Uh, but those two require additional funding, which they don't have yet. But, but trust me, this, this route study they're working on, that's going to tee everything up. So if they can get more funding, then they can look at expanding services, certainly within the daytime and then on weekends. Again, Jason Latham is with the Makatawa Area Coordinating Council, not Max Transit, but there does lead to another question. Does Max Transit offer perhaps, or do you know if they would possibly be offering more routes in a short-term situation such as tulip time? Right. Um, you know, that's something that I, I could talk to them about. That, that's for sure. I know they've done some uh, coordinating with them in the past. And I know Tulip Time is really, um, you know, diving in and looking at uh, other festivals, not only across the country, but, uh, you know, across the world. You know, how do you get 100,000 people, 200,000 people all into a small place for five days, six days, seven days? Uh, and and get them to to, to move around and, and see all the things that there are to see here. So um, I know they're all working on it. So um, don't yeah. have the details. Though, yeah, because sure. one logistic way to maybe eliminate uh, to alleviate some of the traffic congestion of downtown Holland in a tulip time situation, most notably perhaps in the parades, is to have service from the shops at West Shore, which has the big parking spaces and a couple of other lots on the north side, and then bus the folks uh, into right. downtown yeah. Holland. The satellite service, yeah. And we actually were um, working with Tulip Time uh, on some satellite mapping to show, okay, where, where could you have some facilities? Not necessarily directing them, but but they were doing the research and saying, hey, could you create a map and, and let's see how it works, uh, where we'd pick up people here and then drop them off, you know, at point B. You know, pick up at A, drop off at B. Again, I I, I want to spell out. Jason is not with the Mac, not with Max Transit. So to a certain extent, I apologize for putting him in the situation to try to speak for Max. But these questions do would come up, and it goes into the purveyance of the Macintyre Area Coordinating Council in addressing transportation needs right. in our area. Exactly. And, and kind of being the keeper, like, it's nice to, uh, to let people know and come on the radio show and then have our open house meetings. And then certainly our, our policy meetings are open to the public is to get that feedback. Because like I said, we're, we're going to hold uh, all that information that we get and make it available to our members. So as they're making decisions, um, as we're making decisions, as we're gathering data, uh, it, it's just great to have that level of, um, of input that can help shape what our future looks like all right there is one thing that the max uh the the macadario coordinating council is dealing with a long-range plan there is another long-range situation it's a strategic vision map yeah explain that please so uh i've been with uh the mac it'll be two years in uh on valentine's day so uh one of the things that uh i've been kind of i wouldn't say struggling with but i'm like well, we have a mission statement, but but what you know, where where are my boundaries? Where am I allowed to go, not go? Whether it's physical boundaries or actual planning boundaries, just to to kind of think about how how are we positioned to support our members? And you know, we have the seven townships, the two cities, the two road commissions, the two county proper, as well as MDOT and then Max Transit. They're all our members. Um, so developing a strategic vision. It's basically let's have a mission, let's have a vision, um, and then let's let's just 
actually write out some of the things that that we're here to support. And really, what it is 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 we're a we're a body that um, that's a council of governments as well as a metropolitan planning organization where we're we're kind of ground zero zero for collaboration. Um, and then, as far as a vision goes, we're, our our vision is to make sure we're a catalyst to to look to the future, so that we can all um, basically work together because. You know, one township doesn't necessarily need to uh, really understand how a township, two townships away, uh, how they're they're planning. But when they come to our our meetings, we're looking more regionally, and then we can kind of go, "Hey, you guys are working on this; they're working on that. We might need to 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 look at other road improvements or other um, land use uh, situations to actually help out everybody." Jason, uh, one topic we haven't touched upon, not just today, but recently in our previous conversations, is dealing with non-motorized paths. Our area is blessed with a lot of non-motorized paths. As I've mentioned before, uh, our station over on 87 Central, at their Central and 4th, is alongside U.S. Bike Route 35. In fact, I had the address for that one time, and I'll go back because I saved the photo of that. But anyway, uh, let's talk a little bit about non-motorized paths. It is a good system right now, but like anything, it probably can be better. Yeah, so uh, we're excited at the MAC because we're planning on doing uh, updating our non-motorized plan, um, which was done almost 10 years ago. So that uh, will start this spring. Uh, we're going to map every one of our trails. Uh, we're going to uh, also have a map of the sidewalks and even uh, the um, non-motorized uh, shoulders that are actually designated as bike lanes. Not all of them are, but some of them are. Um, so our plan is going to uh, also get conditioned. So we're going to say, you know, get a numbering system and, and say, well, where are the good ones? Where are the ones that, that need maintenance? Uh, so that'll be a nice uh, addition to uh, some of our products that we have at the MAC. Uh, and one of the probably main comments that we heard at our long-range plan uh, meeting two weeks ago was let's, let's have more, let's, let's get a more robust non-motorized network within the Holland-Zealand area. Um, I think the people that are the most engaged in transportation are a, a lot of your, your bikers and joggers so when they see, hey, the Mac is going to have a meeting and look at, at what's what the, the road network looks like and what the funding potentially looks like in the future, let me make sure I come in and get my comments. So we did get a lot of feedback saying that uh, the public would like to see more non-motorized paths, more connections to parks, more connections to uh, businesses, shopping, et cetera, so they can uh, ride their bike or walk uh, to those those establishments. I would think uh, just based on past experience uh, for a long range bicyclists, north and south is good. East and west, not so much. Yes, we do have, uh, you know, a little connection, but you have to sort of know where to turn and also try to negotiate going over or under I-196, which right now, you got a couple of paths that are good, but especially in Zealand, not so good. 
Right. That's so good. And if you remember, I was here not too long ago and we were talking about our uh, pedestrian crossing study of the business loop in uh, kind of the Zeeland township, Zeeland city area. So uh, that was a, a great study. We got great feedback. Uh, MDOT was, was a phenomenal partner. So we have what is a, um, a bridge location right now between 88th and 92nd along the business loop that's a concept. Uh, we got a lot of feedback saying, hey, that would work. We'd use it if it was there. Um, now the MAC is, is really working hard to find uh, grant funding to support the construction of, of that uh, structure. So we'll see. We, we um, put in a grant application not too long ago. I think it was October. Uh, we should hear back, um, I think they said spring, so April, May timeframe, whether or not uh, that funding uh, will be released. But uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm optimistic, but uh, it's, a, it's an expensive Building bridges is is expensive, um, so we'll we'll see. Or paths underneath, or paths, yeah. Paths as underneath. in the case of trying to get underneath yep. uh, along Byron Road to make it a safe way to go under I one ninety six. Another possibility. I'm just talking off the top of my head for a, a, a long, a relatively long range non motorized path, straight up Waverly slash hundred twentieth, right from Holland. All the way up to the Fillmore complex. Yeah. So our long range or our non-motorized plan that we're going to be working on this summer, that's one of the things it'll do is it'll really show where are the gaps, uh, and then it'll help us prioritize because we're going to have areas where we're going to say, hey, there's a really nice trail here, except it's not in the best condition, so it needs maintenance. Uh, there's a a really good system here, but it stops at, you know, road X. And then picks up again at road Y. So here's a gap that we we need to fill. So and once then we get other gaps have been created because we have new developments, right? In certain areas, Quincy yep. places, you know, right. Exhibit A <laughs> gaps or destinations. You know, once once we can um, map all of that information, then that'll help uh, us and our members to prioritize. If if we get grant money, which one should be the first, second, third, fourth on that list? And that'll be really helpful. One final thing. This was on the uh, meeting for the uh, policy committee last week. Uh, Under the transportation program, extra funding, City of Holland. What exactly (laughs) does the city need? (laughs) So, uh, like I said, for the Macatow Area Coordinating Council, because we're a metropolitan planning organization with over 100,000 people, we get $4 million a year. Well, that $4 million a year requires quite a bit of uh, upkeep to make sure uh, it's going to what project and where, and, and certainly all the rules that, that go with that. Um, one of the categories, uh, MDOT let us know, hey, this category here, there's an extra $100,000. You know, that, that there's a lot, a lot behind it, but where do you guys want to spend it? So at our, at our um, meeting a few months ago, our technical folks, all of our members were in the room, and honestly, the best place to put it was one of the existing projects that that Holland already had, uh, because there was there was room for them to uh, to insert another project and time enough for them to do all the financial paperwork to to include it. So, City of Holland, it, it went to and it's a, the project's escaping me, but it went to that project. All right, more information. How can people get more information about what uh, the Mac is doing and how to get the input in? I'd say hop onto our website, um, and that, that's the dashmac.org, or certainly send us an email, and that's really easy. It's info at the-mac.org, uh, and we'd be happy to, uh, to, to fill you in or, or respond to questions.
Jason Latham of the Makatawa Area Coordinating Council, thank you very much for joining us today on Talk of the Town. Wish you and everybody at the Mac well, and we look forward to chatting with you again soon. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Jason Latham on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. CBS News with Steve Kathan straight ahead, followed by WHTC News. A little bit of open line, birthdays, news off the beaten path. And then the Evergreen Commons report with Barb Visser before the WHTC Midday Report at the bottom of the hour on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.